0: So, hello, a very warm welcome to everyone. Uh, hi, I'm Arash, a 21 year old engineering graduate who just found his calling, his solace in writing and expressing himself since he was seven years old and now tries to manage time between the science of engineering and the roads less known that he explores while penning his thoughts down. So what I am going to be presenting today is a poem, a poem titled, Right Time, Wrong People. Wrong time, right people And this poem is basically about How time is blamed every time You know You meet someone right But things don't really work out And you blame time I at the right person at the wrong time And then when everything goes right You meet a person and things again don't go well You blame it again You know, the time was right but the person was wrong, gave me a lot of lessons that I didn't want to learn at this point of time, but fun fact, it's not always time. So here is what I am going to be narrating, so that you understand it a little better. The people you meet at the wrong time are just the wrong people. The people you meet at the wrong time are just the wrong people. You never meet the right people at the wrong time. It's something I'd once read. But then I think I had a knack. A knack for meeting the right people at the wrong time. Time when it was right for me or I guess when I was right at that time. But then, my sunsets had faded shades, now like the painter forgot to take his time and admire the lines and spectrums, endless, infinite colors that he could create, as he would amalgamate one color into another, and another perpetually if he wanted, the colors he would discover, the colors he would create, so that the shades in my sunsets didn't fade. And I liked the girl once. I liked the girl once till 11th grade, but she loved someone else. And I didn't know what was better. To stay or to leave, because now I know all that is cold is not always glitter. And my mom asked me once. If I was happy, and I'd said, almost. She had become that almost for me. We were almost forever, we were as close as that almost. Love was like a neighbour next door whose name I just didn't know. It never really met me and I, I had no plans of talking to it. My heartbreak kept me at the shore when I drowned in it. It hadn't happened just once, oh no, no, no. It happened twice and then twice and then, and then I was too drunk. To know where I went. Too broken to count ahead, too high to know who I was. And it was just the time. The time when I wasn't right. But then the clock in my room stopped working for seven months after my third heartbreak and the watch on my wrist remained still for five months because it had run out of battery and because I'd see her around. Scared, I didn't visit the repair shop in the street. In months that went by, with no time, the days went shorter and nights longer. The days warmer, the nights colder, and I didn't know of time in which it happened. I didn't. But summer had gone and here was winter. I wrote the autumn away over coffee with my next door neighbour before it went away, saying, It's not the right time. And so, when I sat in the patio adoring the clouds on a snowy day. Over a cup of black coffee, a stranger crossed by. Blonde hair, blush pink lips, an irresistible smile and hazel eyes. She asked me the time. She asked me the time and the watch on my wrist wasn't working. It hadn't been working for five months now, so she said, You never meet the right people at the wrong time. Sometimes, you don't know the time because you don't let that dimension exist for you. Sometimes, you just meet the right people and the time becomes right to be with them. And so now when we have talked of time, there's a significance we humans are the most significant beings that, inhib- that inhibit the earth, but in this ever-growing vast expanse of the universe When you zoom in on the planet that we're living in, you realize how much of an insignificant being we are We're as insignificant as the microbials in my tongue that I don't see with my naked eye by wee bunch of insignificance try try that every meeting between us is a significant one so the piece I'm going to present now is about how two insignificants try is how about one insignificant being tries to make meeting significant to himself to the other insignificant that he's going to meet. And so, here it is. I looked around everywhere for happiness. I looked around everywhere for happiness on the streets with Christmas decorations and faces that smiled back at me, even if they didn't know me, in the waves of acquaintances that greeted me. In the secluded homes at times, the cracked and falling walls of this old colonial tea stall under the library at other times, sharing spaces with strangers while I had my tea with a cigarette. And then I got to know about this fun fact. This fun fact there was hormones in my body that were responsible for my happiness. And there's an eclipse tomorrow the earth when we engulfed in the shadow the moon casts and it's how I learn we're still humans still humans an insignificant fraction in the universe that holds us all we reside in like the microbials in my tongue I don't know about and I don't see with my naked eye because they're insignificant and when the planets and stars and satellites can't cross paths they come across each other at times and we're humans why can't i why can't i come across you in this lifetime even though it's a wait a long one compared to us but but there always is a but but do you realize in the space time how it happens with them they come running around the orbits to meet each other, steal a glance, overshadow them, embracing them and their shadows. A union happening in space. And the space I shared with strangers in the stall under the library. Where I heard how a lover just met his lady for the last time. And weeped. And I heard there's a poet still asked himself how he met someone he thought he never would. Shocked, Amused. Confused. And if that, and if that could come true, when you were always in my thoughts and I wanted to, how could I meet you? And then I got to know it was hormones in my body that were responsible for my happiness and how you raised my dopamine levels higher, higher than the blunt in my hand would. When you come across me, once in a blue moon, when half of the globe was engulfed in the shadow of the moon, the rest by a night, and even if it was for just once, just once in this lifetime, it wouldn't be what we are, insignificant. So that's about time. significance from my side. Let me know if you can change my thoughts on the dimension or the significance of us where we claim everything. Thank you.